Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Big Planet Comics Podcast. This is episode 135. Always up in the numbers. Uh, I am Nick. I'm Jared. I'm Kelly. And uh, yeah, so we're here to do our podcast. So we're kind of trying a new format. We're going to be doing uh, shorter episodes, but we're trying to be weekly. So it yep. won't be like three or four weeks before you listen to an episode. Um, how long we can yeah. we can do yeah. this. We'll see, we'll see how this turns out. Um, so yeah, uh, what have you guys been up to? I have. I'll t- I'll, t- I'll talk first. Yeah. So <laughs> tell us. I'll say I've been watching a lot of Daredevil. Answer your own questions. Um, oh, that's a good thing. I started watching it. I'm up to episode ten. Yeah, um, thirteen okay. episodes, right? Yeah. 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 Um, I think I'm in the middle of seven. That's as far uh, as I made it. It's very good. Um, I've watched one episode when I was really tired, and I'm like, <laughs> I need to watch this again. It's super violent, uh, which I did not expect. A yeah. lot of swearing, which I also did not expect, but it's good. It's a uh, Daredevil's always been a darker comic, so I'm it's glad what, they went there. Yeah. Not the not the recent stuff. That's true. No, but no, yeah, no, in since, general. This is definitely a departure yeah, for me because I've only read back the, to the old the new stuff. <laughs> I will say the very, oh, really? um, yeah. mm. the thing they did that was very smart is uh because Hell's Kitchen nowadays in, in New York is actually a pretty nice area. Um true. it's not the Hell's Kitchen it was back in when Daredevil started. Instead they decided, well, it takes place after Avengers, so uh during the alien invasion a lot of Hell's Kitchen got destroyed, oh. so it's back to being kind of run down. That makes sense. Um, which is cool. Uh, it's a very clever way of doing it like without, it. you know, sure. still, still taking place in modern times. But yeah, it's very good. I'd highly recommend it. Uh, all right. So what are you guys been up to? Kelly finally went and saw a movie. It's based on a comic book. I did. I don't want to talk about it, though. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what, what else you been doing then? I, um, I started a newsletter. Oh, that's right. Is, yeah, a thing that... Is this I, a secret newsletter? Or no, is this no. A fans of the podcast newsletter? I mean, you on? can. It's called... Prepare your, it's called uh, Feminist Mind Virus, mm-hmm. which is what uh, my best friend acu- has accused me of infecting him with because <laughs> I, I like to rant about <laughs> stuff. Nice. And the more I rant about it, the more he notices it. And so he'll he'll text ah. me and be like, by the way, you've ruined this for me now. <laughs> um, so, yeah. He opened his eyes. That's not ruining things. Yeah. So it's just it was one of those things. I get a bunch of personal newsletters from random people. And I just really it's like the highlight of my week when I get them. They can be really fun things. And so I was like. Like, what would I what would I do if I had this sort of thing what you know I talk about like a cool breakfast I had this week or like a dumb <laughs> thing my dog did some really cool comics and so it's like your Twitter and then he's like a little form. bit yeah <laughs> um somebody referred to it as distilled me which is hmm. I guess a way of putting it so yeah I'm having a lot of fun with it I've had some good feedback so that's cool if you want to sign up for it you do not have to um it's it's <laughs> you are required <laughs> you if are you not to this podcast um but it yeah it's tinyletter.com slash door and uh yeah i'm having fun so, so. tiny letter like a website for newsletter stuff yes oh, yeah that's really cool that's fun how about you jared uh i've been reading a lot like i've been working a lot so my my refuge has been reading uh and so i found this stupid book series by brandon sanderson who writes stupid long fantasy books <laughs> and the first one was 800 pages and it was really good and i was like really though this have to be that long and the second one is a thousand pages long. What like have game- you signed up for? I know, but no, that's the worst part. I'm like, okay, cool, three book trilogy. He's gonna write ten books, <laughs> so he says, which of course means he's not gonna. What's well, like the Game of Thrones books? Exactly. Like, you, he could easily cut a lot of it out. Yep. Um, there's yep. like chapters just explaining like uh, the banners and yeah. stuff like that. It's, it's, like, it's like all the nerdy stuff you want to talk about. Just it down, it's, man. Yeah, not important. When you um, get I mean, that- people love that stuff, but it's it's 
they, when you're reading a book, you're kind of like, yeah. All right, come on. I mean, I love it too, but I, want I got other stuff some, to read. <laughs> some plot to happen. Yeah, yeah that's but still. A, when you get something like a series of that length, you mm-hmm. I start to get really concerned that like the person is going to die. That's right. my and problem. And it's never going to well, end. Well, the ironic thing is, he's the guy who took over for Robert Jordan on Wheel of Time. Oh my god! When Robert Jordan died, so, <laughs> so, so he, he should knows. know. He should know. <laughs> Yeah, but this yeah. is like his the thing he's been working on since like in the you know since he was a teenager or something. It's like his dream series. I'm just like, dude, that should mean well, be really good, not really long. At least we'll get a conclusion to Game of Thrones on the show. That's true. One I don't know another. about the books, but we'll see. Uh, all right, so that's all that we've been up to. Um, let's uh, <laughs> start with the news, huh? Too much news, but there's been a lot of trailers lately. Um, I feel like last this week has been kind of an explosion of trailers. Uh, what do we have? The big uh, one was Star Wars. Big one was Star I Wars, feel. which I think everybody on planet Earth has seen. Yep, uh, probably multiple times. Cried about a little bit. Did you guys? Did you guys like it? Yep. Oh my god, I love it. Who didn't it. like it? Right. Communists. I think. I feel like. Th- I feel like this is one of the only things I haven't seen people ranting about online. Usually, That's anything, anything that uh, any trailer or anything. Uh, kind of news about any movie is usually there's always people like yeah it helps that they that they did it at the like star wars expo thing right. and they're like here's the trailer and you got that cool droid you just saw it exists it does right. what we said it yeah. does here it is <laughs> and just, that's pretty cool. that was pretty a, a pretty great way of I think launching seeing, it seeing han solo and chewbacca was pretty much enough honestly like the trailer could have just been that scene yep. and i think people would have been that like, was yes! like that was like it was cool but that was not my favorite thing about it oh, at man. all like i'm I'm so robot. excited about the new characters. I'm so excited yep, about John no. Boyega and yeah. Daisy Ridley and just yeah. like the two of them together. I was like, oh my god, these uh, yes, cool. these are the people. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm. I'm, I'm like fifty fifty. I'm excited about that, but I'm also pretty excited to see like Han Solo and yeah, Luke Skywalker. But, oh sure, but it, it is a good point that this is the first kind of expansion of the universe. Yeah. This yeah. is like watching Empire. For the first time and seeing yeah. who's this dude who's disintegrating people as a well, thing is with the new characters, you know? I'm like, interested to find out their story. But right. with the old characters, I'm like really interested to see like what they've been up to. And that's true. it's oh, kind well, of like coming home, kind of saying like, oh, exactly I haven't seen you in so yeah. long. What have you been up to? The one the one like piece of not controversy, but like, I don't know, outcry I've seen is the fact that Luke says like talks about Leia's powers and you see like some somebody taking a, a lightsaber. Right. And there are people who are like, Leia isn't how the power is it's like no 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 it's in the movie like this yeah. isn't like an expanded who, universe who thing didn't say that <laughs> just like dummies oh on youtube it's like this isn't hidden information yeah. <laughs> uh, we had some other trailers i think i only watched some of them uh i'm the only, only one that watched some of them uh there was the new fantastic four trailer which that i think kelly watched yeah that was pretty cool i was not expecting to be as excited about that movie yeah as i mean I am um, now. Yeah, everyone seems to say like this is you know, the first one was okay, but this one was like, oh, this movie like could actually be good. I like the director, and I like the cast. So yeah. I wasn't too concerned, but it's definitely weird. Uh, I don't know if I like the thing too much. He looked kind of cool, but he looked kind of... What are you, from Yancey Street? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of looked like the dude from uh, Never Ending Story, like the Rock Eater guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which was, like, kind of weird. Um, and then what else was there? There was an Ant-Man trailer, oh which gosh. I think I'm the only one that watched. So many trailers. Um, it's really funny. It's They, they do a lot of funny stuff that's... Um, so like, there's a scene where there's like an epic fight scene on a train track, and then you look at the train and it's like a Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh, that I that I have seen. <laughs> that little um, and then bit, like yeah. somebody's about to get hit by the train, 
and it's like really dramatic big music and then it cuts away and you just see like this train in a little kid's room like fall over it's, <laughs> it's pretty funny um have you seen the the uh, commercials the little billboards they're putting out for it oh, they're all oh, like yeah, six yeah. inches size. across they're all in, tiny like, little signs don't yeah the ant. that's really funny um yeah what else was there another trailer I feel like there was another one but those are the only ones i'm aware oh well yeah <laughs> obviously there was batman versus superman oh, oh yeah. god um did anybody like it no. did you guys like it at didn't all watch it i know oh, you didn't watch it, it. it's so not like this is boring. dark Knight returns this, it was really dark and it didn't really show anything just uh the, yeah. the most interesting thing about it is that neil degrasse degrasse tyson has a voiceover in the beginning <laughs> really <laughs> yes yeah. it's he, all it's all uh, these different people talking okay. but they're talking about like, how oh, like yeah. was, uh, was he like Batman's cool. No, but. they're talking about like you know the 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 effect of having someone from the the stars. Sure. Yeah, they're basically yeah. it's basically like Superman is Jesus, Jesus and people are worshiping him. Yeah, and which Batman, is a trope that we we know that. Yeah, and Snyder Batman wants loves. to take him down because of that. Yeah. I guess that'll teach him. So the, Batman's wearing the Lego Batman costume. <laughs> nice. Well, have you seen that somebody has taken uh, the trailer and put the like Batman song from the Lego nice. movie oh. over he, it? He's wearing the Batman armor, but he also kind of looks like Lego Batman. He it's does. pretty funny. There you go. Um, it's a good look. Yeah. So yeah, nobody liked that. Uh, <laughs> I, it's it's a year away, so there's not really much of it filmed. I didn't like the first Ant Man trailer, and I'd like the second one a lot more. Yeah, so we'll see. That's always uh, a problem. But so early. I was still not too excited about it no. um but yeah that's all the news we got all the trailers we got I have a lot of good in the trailer coverage. segment of the podcast <laughs> uh sure. now let's go do some reviews I guess. no we, question we, we got, got a question. question do we have a question we, we do. do oh my god we have a question who's it from from uh drunk comic book rants which is a, a <laughs> user on tumblr Appropriate. All right, all right. Um, and he asks, uh, he or she asks, what is your favorite comic book coming out right now? What do you look forward to? Well, 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 let's take this one at a time. Okay. These are some serious questions. Well, I feel like a lot of these can kind of be. Yeah, these are kind of all the same questions. Do all three. We'll circle These three are the same question. Just do it. Just read them all. What do you look forward to the most? What do you read first? And um, yeah, that could be three questions or one. So don't think too hard about it, guys. Yeah, it's all the same question. Um, favorite comic book. Go. Yeah, uh, but I would say Lazarus. Deadly class. Yeah, Lazarus is usually the first thing I read just because, I don't know, it's great. It's very, Kelly? very good. Mine is a surprise to know when it's the six gun. Oh, that's true. I yeah. Well, yeah, of course. If it's a week that the six gun isn't out, then it's Miss Marvel. <laughs> like- uh, uh, oh, yeah, no. uh, so what you What's look your favorite to- weekly comic? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what do you look forward to the most? The six gun. Yeah. Yeah, I think these are all the same thing. Yeah. Right? I don't know. I guess. Well, here's the thing, though. Okay, so here's yeah. the. Yeah. Well, I think so, the third one's more interesting. So La- Lazarus first? is my favorite. Yeah. Um, it's the thing I usually look forward to the most, but it's not always the first thing I read. Uh, only by virtue of working at the comic book store. Right. Um, the yeah. way it works is we get the books a day early, so I get to go home and read the stuff, and I usually read the new number ones first. And read I'll read the most, the, like the worst looking one first. Well, I'll well, ah. read, well, yeah. I'll also read the stuff that I read that I think is going to sell out. So I just need to take it back to the store. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so then, then I'll read the stuff I really want to read. <laughs> what about you, Kelly? How do you do it? Um, I read the stuff that I have to read first, and then I reward. So myself. all of it, and then a reward. Yeah. Because I'll try to do that, and I'll start to burn out. So I'll slip. I'll be like, let, well, me, I try let to, me read some Walking Dead real quick. I try not to back. have to bring home anything that I don't actively want to read. So like yeah. I try to get sure. the, all the number ones, all that stuff knocked out before I even leave the store. Oh, oh, oh well, yeah, I've got more time than us. Yeah, I don't have time for that. I'm yeah. usually done. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Work. I'm usually do, done at like six thirty. You have 6:30. a good delivery driver. <laughs> we do. He's great. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Bill. <laughs> thanks, Bill. All right. Um. Yeah. I guess we answered that. So now, now it's time for reviews, right? Yes. Right. We love comics. They're swell. 
except when they're written by Scott Lovedale. I prefer important books like Louis Riel. It's time for reviews. All right. Uh, first up, we have Archie versus Predator number one. Amazing. <laughs> you may ask, uh, what the hell? Um, it is real. It is real. And uh, it's not actually what I expected when I first saw it. I was expecting more like uh, Archie meets Punisher, which is a little more like lighthearted. Um, and th- this is kind of lighthearted. So here's the gist of it. It's basically an Archie comic, uh, pretty straightforward. And it's written by Alex Campy and it's drawn by... Fernando Ruiz, who I think might have drawn some Archie stuff, but I probably should have looked that up. But anyway. Um, <laughs> I would believe it. It looks so legit Archie. The great thing about this comic, uh, and the thing that makes it different from like Afterlife with Archie, is this is pretty much exactly like an Archie comic. So Yeah, they don't change the tone. So Betty and Veronica are fighting over Archie, and you know, Jughead wants hamburgers and stuff, and <laughs> um, they're on a beach vacation, and in the background, the Predator is like, stalking them. And killing people. So uh, the thing that makes it really funny is that they never break character. They always act like they normally do. Um, so like there's this, the, here's a good example of how, the, how this book works. So there's a scene where somebody's like, what's that sound? And Jughead's like, oh, it's my tummy rumbling. I need, <laughs> I need more hamburgers. But then it cuts to like the predator like cutting somebody's eyes out or like it's, it's, that's basically the gist of it so yeah, there's literally a scene um, where they're standing in the forest just like having a talk and blood is dripping down from the trees and none of them react yeah. like it is never acknowledged <laughs> they're just like still joking about who who gets archie basically. and then like veronica <laughs> gets scared and she starts like hugging archie um i don't know it's funny it's really funny and i'm excited to read more of it um yeah that's good yeah I, I'm really curious how bloody it's going to get because it's uh, it got pre- it's somebody bloody, got skinned alive in this issue. It's not super gruesome, like <laughs> it's it, pretty gruesome. Yeah, but it's like kind of yeah, off but it's not a little gory. Bit. Yeah, that's maybe what it is. Yeah, uh, well, so we'll see. Somebody definitely got skinned alive. <laughs> yes, that's true. Uh, all right, so what do we got next? We got uh, convergence. The yes. question number one. So um, there have been a, a lot of convergence books like already, um, and this is the the real standout. And so this takes. I don't even know what if we know that the universe that this takes place in like if it has a name do you know what it is uh no i think this is the pre-flashpoint dc universe right who knows i don't know (laughs) i will take your word for it so this is about the renee montoya well it's renee montoya so it's definitely the stuff like right before flashpoint right Right, okay is that just old universe the bulk of these convergence books have been like you know this is a city in a dome and how the people have spent the last year adjusting to being trapped in this city in a dome and so you've got this renee montoya um Question who's she's got this un um this uneasy like alliance with Two Face, who's still like wearing his prison uniform and she's dating the huntress and there's all this stuff. Um it's written by Greg Rucka. The art is by Cully Hamner. Cully Hamner. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Cully Hamner and Dave McCraig. And uh it's just it's fantastic. Though the thing that I liked about it the least actually was the point at which it tied into the convergence. Like yeah. if this had been the first issue of a new ongoing about Renee Montoya question, I would have been totally into yes, it. I had a similar problem. And I the problem I think I had after reading a few of these convergence things is they all follow the same template. Yes. Where there's like, all right, let's see what these characters have been up to for a year and now let's have this exact same voiceover telling people uh you have to fight each other and there's gonna be another champion. Yeah. I and think, a champion I, shows up and well, they, they're I about to fight. I think the reason that we like this one, I mean, you know, Rucka wrote the question before and it was a really good series. And I mean, Hamner's great. Uh, I think the reason that this one stood out a little more than some of the other Convergence is that happens like 
on the sixth, the last page instead of the second or third starting page. Right. Exactly. So and you also, have a lot of setup and just a really good question. And story. also the fact that it's like uh, a, a writer returning to one of his characters. And yeah, but a lot of the other ones should are. be where most of these are, but not most of them are not. Well, <laughs> I, I also liked. I think it benefited from the fact that it was focused so heavily on a single character instead of right. split between a team. Um, so True. it's a lot of a lot of really great introspection for this character, and it doesn't like baby talk you into it. You kind right. of plunges you right into it, and I I just loved it. So yeah. I am excited about issue number two of that. <laughs> That's very good. Yeah, uh, it's only two issues. Though, so. Yeah, true. Um, all right. Up next, we have Kaiju Max number one. <laughs> uh, Already laughing. It's pretty easy to explain this. Actually, it's uh, a maximum security prison for kaiju. Uh, What's a kaiju? Where Nick? the well, if you don't know what kaiju is, uh, basically like Godzilla, giant monsters, um, usually in Japanese film, uh, and they all usually destroy cities, and then they get locked up in this maximum security prison, which is basically Monster Island. Um, and the warden is Ultraman. Basically, <laughs> he's not really Ultraman, but he's an Ultraman kind of guy. He's like a normal human who turns into this giant kind of space cop. Um, but the main story in this one is there's a new kaiju on the island named uh, Electrogore, right? Is that what the name is? Yeah, Electrogore. Um, and Electrogore has uh, eggs that are left all over the all over the world. And uh, I can't remember. It's a she or he or is it like she. asexual? Uh, but anyway, I'll say she <laughs> just because there's eggs. Um, so she's locked up in this kind of prison for kaiju. Um, and there's different factions in the in the prison. There's like the alien kaiju and like the uh, supernatural kaiju, and you know different factions. Uh, but the thing I liked about it is that the main character, um, you kind of feel sorry for her because she's she's stuck in this prison and her eggs are out there in the wild. And these kind of the warden and um, the other people working at the prison are kind of not very nice to the kaiju. Yeah, um, they treat them like basically like monsters, but they're actually kind of, you know, they all have personalities and they're not all that terrible. Um, and you find out, you know, through the course of the story that her eggs are in terrible danger. So I liked it. And I thought it was an interesting kind of twist on it where, um, it's such a, a weird mix of styles yeah. <laughs> cause it's, it's, I mean, Xander Cannon's got a very cartoony style for this. Yeah. I like this art. It reminded colors. me of like, um, a little bit of, I don't know, like Ulysses Fairness, maybe a little yeah. bit. Um, but yeah, and like the scale so crazy because they're all so big that even like mountains and volcanoes are just like kind of hills to lean on, right? Like a, like you know a bench or a shelf or something. Um, but then it's like a hard maximum security prison dynamics. It's basically like just Oz with shows. kaiju. Yeah, yeah. So it's I don't know. <laughs> the styles are all super. You know, like they've got tattoos. And, I don't know. Yeah. it's it's so weird. But I thought it was pretty good. To, yeah. I definitely liked so it. Different together, yeah. Um, what do we got next? We got Rebels number one. Yep. Uh, so this one is written by Brian Wood with art by Andrea Muti. Um, so this is another of Brian Wood's historical books. Uh, he, I guess the ones he's biggest for is Northlanders about the Vikings. Uh, but this one's in 1775. Um, with basically the colonists in the American colonies who start rebelling against uh the British. Uh organized army the red coats as it is known in america um and so it starts off with a kid who gets uh kind of started up in it and when he's very young with his father and then as the rebellion slash war goes on longer so the thing i thought was interesting about this is this you know he calls it a historical epic of america's founding um unlike northlanders this didn't pull me in as quick as that one did 
But this well, felt- it's not as interesting a, uh, a subject. Right. Like, Vikings are much cooler than just, you know, uh, American <laughs> Revolution. Farmers who are losing farmers. their land. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, I felt like this is a, a big prequel issue because at the end it's kind of like, you know, I hear there's some Virginia plantation owner who's setting up an army. It's right. definitely about, it's, so. it seems to be, the focus seems to be setting up, setting up relationships more right. than setting up, like, events. But the one thing I thought that was good about this is he's obviously done all the research. He's, you know, lived up in that North New England area for a long time. Um, how much, like, history can come alive when you have really good artists like Andrea Muti drawing it and just seeing, like, what people dressed and, like, what the, you know, the uniforms were like. And, um, you know, and Brian will get the, the tone, I think, of the voice down really well. And there's, you know, like, a couple of, like, fights between militia and, you know, soldiers that you're like, oh, this is probably a real massacre that I've never heard about because I didn't grow up in New Hampshire um, so I thought that was really good. It just didn't grab me as much as yeah, Northlanders. As, yeah, it's not as exciting, but or as crazy as DMZ starter, you know, stuff like that. So I feel like, but he's pretty good with the his, historical fiction, just just from Northlanders alone. Right. And I'll, I, I I'll stick around. Like issue two might be a better yeah. place to start. Yeah, I'll stick we'll around. See, we'll see. see how it is, but yeah, yeah, so we'll see. It was a, it was a good start. Uh, and then next we have a. Book. A book. book. Yeah, this is Just So Happens by Fumio Obata. Um, and this is about a um it's about a woman who is a she's a graphic designer, lives in London, but she is Japanese and her father dies, and so she goes back to Japan. And so it is very much about feeling she's lived in London for many years, and so feeling like she that that London is her home, but Japan is also her home, and so neither of them are her home. Um the art is just phenomenally beautiful. It's really, that's the, the big strength of this book is the art. Um, and it's, I don't know, I just really, I really loved it. Um, goes into about, you know, her relationships with, with her father and with her brother and, and her mother as well. Um, it's just, it's, it's a great, it's a great graphic novel, guys. Yeah, I think the good thing about it is you get to the kind of, you know, the person trapped between two worlds and it's the perfect opportunity when she's under this emotional stress of, going home and dealing with this traumatic event and trying to figure out her place in the world. Yeah. And, but it's also as, you know, a Japanese person, you get to see kind of things from her point of view, but she still has the outsider viewpoint. So it's yes. not like the stuff that we just wouldn't know. She will explain a little bit, uh, which I thought worked really well. Yeah. And it's clearly a very personal story. Yeah. Uh, Obata is, is Japanese, but had lived for many years in France and now lives in England. Um, the one thing that I felt didn't quite follow through is there's this sort of like the dream sequence, the dream sequence yeah. subplot where she is seeing um, no performances and no is a very specific kind of Japanese theater. Um, and it never really resolves. Um, I'm not yeah. really sure where he was going with it, but honestly, that's sort of. That's not even a true criticism. Yeah, this, this, <laughs> this book is strong enough on Obata's art that like it's worth picking up just to look at that. But I thought the story was good. Yeah, it might not have come off. Yeah, in it could have been parts, but it was really, really well done. Yes, absolutely. A lot of good emotions and feelings, and I don't know, it was, it was really cool. Yes, pick it up. It's good, guys. We highly recommend it. Yep, and that is it for this week's episode. I uh, hopefully that was quick. Yeah, let um, us know also, what you think about this new. But format. also not. Too speedy, not too boring. We didn't <laughs> yeah. glaze over anything too much. Yeah, let, let us know if it's too boring for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, uh, yeah, let us know if you guys have inputs or stuff. But 
most importantly, questions. We like hearing from yeah. you. Comments. Send us your questions at uh, send it to Big Planet Comics at uh, where? where? where Which on one? Twitter? At the Twitter. Twitter uh, is at Big Planet Comics. Right? Yep. You can uh, email us podcast at Big Planet Comics. Yep. Or drop it in the ask box, like Drunk Comic Book Rants did this week, yep. at on our Tumblr, which is Big Planet Comics. Or you can send us an email. You can sure. send. Well, you can also Get go on, on our Facebook, Facebook page to the Facebook. Walk up to us in the store yeah, it's and ask. It's always nice to hear <laughs> yeah. the person that you're listening. You can write us a note and slide it under the door when we're closed, and we'll get it in the morning. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, be much more creepy, but we appreciate any, yeah, you can, any thought you, you give You can us. be at the building across the street, throw us a paper airplane. <laughs> what, what ch- whichever way you want to do it. Pick carrier pigeons. Um, that would be amazing. All right, y'all. Yeah, that's it, though. All right. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week. Bye.